Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're gonna talk trash. We should talk. Trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. Welcome back to the Trash Cast. I am your host, Tommy Link, and I'm at the airport. I've lugged out my equipment. I feel very weird talking into a microphone at the airport. Um, I had to fly up here to Northern California. I was in San Francisco doing the Tilda Swinton play at Sketchfest, which was so fun. If you were there, it was one of the best theatrical nights of my life. I had so much fun. Um, But if you weren't there, you have another chance to come see me in San Francisco. I'll be doing a live taping of the Trash Cast slash my trash show that I did in Edinburgh this summer. It's going to be sort of a combo. That's on the 26th. So if you're listening to this in real time, January 26, 8, 8 o'clock p.m. at Piano Fight as part of Sketchfest. Is this an ASMR episode because I'm talking quietly? Because I feel weird at the airport? Maybe. Um, anyway, oh, so I was in San Francisco. We did that. And then I had to fly up to um, like the very top of California, Eureka slash Arcata. That's where Humboldt University is, and my brother broke his leg. And so I flew my mom up here so that we could go check on him, uh, see some wilderness, drive him around, buy him a chair that goes in the bathtub, get him a boot scoot so he can scoot around the campus. And uh, that's my story. And now I'm flying back to Los Angeles from an airport that is... Uh, less like an airport and more like someone's house that happens to let airplanes land at it. There is one baggage area. It's called the Baggage Port. It's a one baggage belt airport. That's all you need to know. The Baggage Port sign is like a one of those hand-engraved wood signs that you get at like a county fair that has maybe your family last name on it and it says baggage port um i don't know why i'm obsessed with that detail of this airport um but i will say flying out of this airport is so simple and easy also if you need a wilderness break it is lovely up here there's just trees there just trees and ocean If you like those things... Oh, I went to... They have these lagoons here, or marshes. I I don't know. It's it's one of the only places in the world that they they filter out their wastewater through a facility that then goes through, like, six different ponds next to the ocean that were once marshland, and nature filters out all of the impurities, and then the, the water goes back into the ocean. So mad props to Humboldt County... Humbo Humboldt County for being on the forefront of uh, eco uh, renewable eco services, I guess. 
Um, my guest today on the Trash Cast is currently starring on Unbecoming a God in Central Florida, Ms. Julie Benz. Uh, you may know and love her from Dexter, Desperate Housewives, Hawaii Five O. We met doing Buffy and Angel together. Uh, she's amazing. You're going to love her. Uh, I sat down with her before the holiday break, so we do talk about some things that were ha- happen to be current at the time. Uh, we do it a trash it or stash it with some things that were very mid-December 2019. But whatever, this show's free for you, so deal with it. Um, it's still fun. And uh, I'm excited for you to get to know her because her her trash or treasure items are kind of amazing. I, not to spoil anything, but they are. Okay, before I leave, I have to remind you guys, come see me. January 26th in San Francisco, Piano Fight. It's a fun bar show, cabaret slash comedy venue in San Francisco. Uh, I'll be there at 8 o'clock p.m. It's a live Tom Link is Trash, which was my show from Edinburgh Fringe Festival, meets a live production of the Trash Cast. So if you're in San Francisco or nearby, please come out and see me. Anyway, stay tuned for me and Julie Benz. All around us, trash or treasure, make your mind up, what's your pleasure? Trash! Ah, oh, it's me, Tommy Link, and you're listening to the Trash Cast. Today, my guest is... Julie Benz, welcome. Hi. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm so excited to see you. Um, As I was doing my research and preparation, because I'm a very prepared podcaster. No, I'm not. I'm full of lies. (laughs) I'm normally kind of half-assed, but I thought I would do some preparation. I thought we'd never been on a show together, but I guess I was on an episode of Angel that you were on. But we didn't work together. We didn't work together. No. But we were technically... In the same episode. In the same episode. But I thought we never had been. <laughs> Did I originally meet you at that convention in Germany? Was that the first time we met? I think so. Okay, so um, <laughs> Julie Benz has many a credit. Um, right now, she's on On Becoming... Sorry. <gasps> it's a mouthful. <laughs> on, uh, Julie's on On Becoming a God in Central Florida which I've just seen trailers and looks amazing. And I need to get Showtime. I need to get cable so I can watch you. Come uh, over. Just come over. Oh, yeah. I okay. have it. Uh, I mean, I had to pay for it, but I have it. Okay, great. You don't get Showtime for free when you're on Showtime. Um, well, next time you guys go out of town, I want to dog sit at <laughs> okay. your house okay. so I can catch up on all the shows you're on. <laughs> um, she's on Training Day, or was on Training Day, Hawaii Five O, Dexter. Angel is the show that we were on together. And so we went to uh, – it was so, – FedCon. FedCon. Um, and the both of us together and separately have been to these Buffy and Angel and general sci-fi conventions. But this specific one was a Star Trek convention. Yes. Which I was so confused as to why we were there. I mean... It, what, what I loved is what you said. The first night on stage when we were the, when they introduced oh us, you turned to me and you said, oh my God, we're like the bastard stepchildren. <laughs> like, no one... Why are we here? Why no are one we cares. Here? But the, I guess they did care. And there is some crossover between the Star Trek and uh, Buffy Angel fandom, but I've been back since then. Oh, you have? I have, and it's changed. It's not as I mean, yes, it's still Star Trek heavy, but not as Star Trek heavy. <laughs> but when we went, it was 
very Star Trek heavy. Okay, my favorite moment was so they they had us on stage and we sort of had to like greet, like do a greeting. And I thought, oh, I speak some German, and so I'll like I'll write it down and and say. It. And then like there were people there speaking full and fluent German, and I was mortified. But the weirdest slash funnest slash shock most shocking moment was the woman um, who plays Uhura. Nichelle Nichols. Yes. She goes up to do her greeting to thunderous applause. Like the people are just losing their minds. It it was packed. Packed. This huge auditorium. And then all of a sudden she just starts acapella singing. And it was something like, you make me feel like a beautiful stranger. And she's singing, singing. They clap, 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 clap. Then verse two, you make me feel like a woman. Verse three. (laughs) She kept going and she did not stop until she'd sung a full song, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, acapella. And like it got to the point where we were like, it was so, we were just all standing there on stage. Like she, no one asked for it, but she gave them a full jazz number. It was very weird. But they loved it. They The fans went bananas for it, but but it was was so awkward for us because we were standing back on, we were standing on stage with her like, um, I want to get to a level of (laughs) age, comfort and and famousness to where I just like, don't care if anybody asks for it. I'm breaking out into a full musical number. Like she should have asked for a backing track at that point. You're almost there. Is that, I am? You just need a couple more years on you, but you're almost there with everything else. Thank you. Great. Great. <laughs> um, okay, by the way, uh, as I was watching the uh, On Becoming a God Instructor, oh my God, I can't say it. I'm we, call it s- we call it Obag. Obag? Obag. That was the, 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 that was the nickname God. for it. Okay, Obag, I see how that works. On Becoming a God. O B A G C F. Your uh, your southern accent yes. was mighty fine because I well, thank you. I've talked previously about Daniel Craig's accent and his murder. He sounds crazy <laughs> in the Knives Out movie, which I enjoy, but his accent was insane sounding. Yours is so authentic. Thank did you, you. Li- did you grow up in the South? Or I grew up in Pittsburgh. <laughs> what I know. How did I not know that? I grew up in Pittsburgh. Um, no, you know my mom. Um, I think my my mom always viewed herself as a Southern belle, even though she was from Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> so was she speaking in random Southern accents? Or? Well, she had a very heavy Pittsburgh accent. Did she say? Um, did you wait? So did you? I did a couple months in Pittsburgh at yeah. the uh, Pittsburgh Public Theater, which is amazing, right? I love. Have you gone back to do a show there? No, I, I would love to. I have don't you done a play? In- I haven't done a play in what? years. It's like a long time. Oh my god! I'm sending an email to my friends at the at the theater Let's there because uh, will you do it with me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I had the best time in Pittsburgh. I fell in love with the city, but I love the term. Their version of y'all is yins. Yins, yeah. Yins guys Can going you- downtown. <laughs> yins so- going downtown. Yins, yins, yins. yins go to the the what's the football team there? Steelers. Steelers. Yins <laughs> going to the Steeler game. What's and can, what's the Pittsburgh accent? Is it kind of like it's a li- it's it's a you know it is a little bit southern in a weird way, but it's harsher it's like, sounding. It's not it's not, not musical. Yeah, like, like southern is very lyrical. It's very kind of short. I, I I can't even do it. I'm doing southern. <laughs> you can do southern. Um, though. Did you have to yeah. listen to like? Did you have a dialect coach on set? For I did not. Oh, actually. you just did it. I just did. So no, years ago I did a movie, um, Boondock Saints two. Mm. All Saints Day, I think okay. it was called. And um, I had to do a very specific type of Southern accent, a very specific, like, Georgia accent that is 
very specific to a certain part of Georgia. Okay. And I busted my butt on that one and worked with a dialect coach every night. I Skyped with my dialect coach every night on my own dollar. Oh. Would type out my sides phonetically. Like, I really worked hard on that accent. And, um, and I think because of all the work I did on that, you now can, Southern just makes sense to me. You can just wing it now and, and not have to it. think about it. I tend to do it a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I, tend to, I throw it into every audition. I'm like, I think this character's Southern. I'm going to make a choice here. <laughs> They're like, no, she's from New York. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I think she's Texas. Southern. Yeah. Sometimes when um, I have to do, if, if I ever have to do a Southern accent, I just pretend I'm uh, Leslie Jordan and I'm just doing an impression of him, which is maybe not the best way to approach uh, trying to book a job, but I stand by it. I will also say, like, my husband, um, he spent, he lived in Texas for eight years, and I find that when I really need him to do something, if I whisper in a Southern accent... <laughs> oh, it's more likely to get done? It's more likely to get done, and he actually <laughs> hears me. But if I am upset and I yell at him or raise my voice... and He tunes it out. He tunes it out. But if I whisper in a Southern accent, and I say, baby... Now, baby, I'm not happy that you did that. Now, can you go outside and clean up the dog poop? It'll get done. It gets done. Okay, so, so pro, pro tip, everybody. In, in when addressing your partner, use a little ASMR and use a different accent because it's then it changes up your normal tone and they're more likely to hear you. And, and the southern accent, he, they respond to. You know, it's like a full, it's 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 a Blanche Devereaux um Golden Girls, sort yeah. of like you get what you want. You get with what that you want. Accent. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so Julie, I'm gonna we're gonna do a, a round of trash it or stash it. Beep, 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 beep. We've got to get some sort of like you know, um, not music. theme song for that, but music that goes under that. We'll we'll, we'll work on that. I'm trying to elevate the podcast. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so trash it or stash it. Um, just some things that are happening right now in pop culture that either you want to get rid of, trash them, or stash them, keep them. Dear and close to your heart. Okay. The Peloton commercial with the wife. Have you seen? Did you see it? I haven't seen it, but I've read a lot about it. <laughs> okay. What is your stance on that commercial? How do you feel about it? I mean, I, I don't. From I think people are overreacting. You do? I do. I do. I am going to trash it because it's just, it bothers me that the, that the husband, that Whoever wrote this commercial, so if you haven't seen it, basically the husband buys the wife uh, one of these Peloton bikes, which I guess has you can watch classes on yes, it. Yes, and or they're, they're, first of all, if you're going to buy one, it's like they're like two thousand dollars. I mean, they're incredibly expensive. And then she's like, "Oh, thanks for the gift, honey." And then she's like waking herself up at six a.m. to get on this bike and do the exercise. So the, I feel like the psychology behind it is like, "Hey, yeah, make your wife happy." Right. And also force her to stay in shape for you. Right. Like, to me, that was crazy. Um, but you're not, you just like, I people know. are overreacting to it. I think people are overreacting to it. But it would be nice if uh, if it was the wife, but yes. the husband. Yes, the buy him the bike. Yes. But clearly they're trying to market, to, they have a specific demographic in mind. They yes. must try to get the ladies. I wonder if ladies are more, like, Prone to work out at home versus men yes. going to the gym. Or do you think specifically um, the the spinning classes uh, are is it is it less male driven as far as the um... attendance? Yeah, 
And the spin classes I go to, yeah, I mean, there's definitely more women. Do you there. go to spin classes? I used to. I, I now dance, but I used to spin. Oh. I used to be a hardcore spinner. I went spinning once, and I blacked out, and I never took it again, even though Did you hurt Nick your... Hounslow's yeah. amazing instructor. That's, I love him. And I don't, I should go. I live right across the street from a location. Yes. And I never go. I don't know what it is. I hate going, no, I hate the treadmill as well. I hate going nowhere fast. But let me ask you this, okay. because some men, when they go, they hurt their junk, and then they oh. get they get upset, <laughs> and then they don't want to ever go back. I, I know this. I, I'm not going to reveal who this happened to, but somebody very close to me <laughs> injured, injured the goods? Injured his, he thought, he thought. Oh, in a, in a major way. He thought in a major way, but it wasn't. But but as he put it to me, anytime there's any pain down there, you just you, you stop that activity. you stop that activity. Well, I did not have that issue. <laughs> My injury was more of a mental one. I just didn't like it. wasn't prepared. Also, I I hate when um, it's like they'd have the music going and then they'd be like faster. But I can't. I was in marching band, so I have to march in step to the music. music so yes. if we weren't cycling, if I wasn't able to go at the speed correctly to be in rhythm with the music it really stressed me out yes wait so you go to dance classes i do what kind of dance well classes i do body do you do? by simone so oh it's like a cardio fitness dance okay. class is that the lady who did um like who did Gwyneth Paltrow's body? Right. No, uh, that's Tracy Anderson. Okay, got but it. It's, got it. It's, uh, uh, Simone does um, Jennifer Garner and Chrissy Teigen and a okay. bunch of really well, famous people, and then and then I take classes there. <laughs> great, it's working for you. Whatever you're doing, it's working. It's fun. I like dancing, um, even though I'm not a good. I'm not a good. I, I'm good with choreography, but don't throw me on a dance floor to dance because I'm so self conscious. Like I can't do it. Well, but I need, give me choreography. We should good. sometime go to Sweaty Sundays. Did I tell you about this? No. It's um, it's uh, Ryan Heffington's class. He was the choreographer for all of the Sia music videos. Oh wow! And years back, he started this place called the Sweat Spot, and I used to go every Sunday for Sweaty Sundays at noon. And it's just kind of like an all levels beginner, not beginner, but all like just a sort of contemporary. Oh, let's go. Dance class. And it's it's like there's some professionals in the mm-hmm. can stand in the front row, but I always stand toward sort of to the, the back. back. <laughs> um, but there's never anything harder than like a kick, single turn, you know, and it's, like, it's, very, it's very simple steps, but it's very it looks yeah. like you're doing a CM music video. And the guy who teaches it looks like a uh, he's like a gay space pirate from the future. Ryan Heffington. So they call him Sir Ryan Heffington. Anyways, it's so fun. Is he really a sir? Um, I, I maybe, maybe, but he, but people wear like leotards, or there's you know a lot of men with ironic mustaches. There, so just kind of anything goes. Oh, and, let's go. And it's like a nice sort of yoga warm up. So I'm gonna make you go with me. Maybe we'll do a a live reporting from the scene. <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. What else do I want to ask you about? Oh. Okay. Um. Trash or stash. Justin Timberlake. Ooh. Ooh. You know, he apologized to his wife. Yeah. Had, okay. So on social media. Public apology, though. But I think, it, you know what, he had to because he was getting trashed publicly for it as well he should have because I don't know if, if, if that was my husband. <laughs> well, why did he, in the apology, did he say? He said he had too much to drink. Oh, okay. He said nothing happened. They just it was just like inappropriate hand holding or whatever, and you know. I'm gonna trash Justin Timberlake. I feel like 
I feel like he, he, I mean, he really messed up. He did, and... Um, and he did it on a balcony at a bar in New Orleans. I mean... It was just, very public. It was very public. Um, has the... Not that she's in any way re- required to or responsible or um, needs to, but has, has the, 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 the woman in the situation, has she commented about it? Um, I, I forgot to do my research. I, I don't know if she publicly commented, but... Um, also, wait, what? They're also doing. They're doing a movie together. I was gonna too. say, so, what if? What if he's like, hey, it was an acting thing. <laughs> hey, Ms. Beale. Um, hey, lovely wife. I'm gonna do this thing because we need publicity for the movie, and so I'm just gonna do this thing, and hopefully someone will take a photo for her, and, and like it'll be a big PR thing, and it'll get attention for the movie. What if that's the case? Do you think things like that happen in Hollywood? Definitely. Or like you know, like fake marriages and stuff like that. Definitely. Have you ever been involved? Have I ever been in a fake in a relationship? Fake mar- no. I stay away from the fake relationships. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, then again, nobody's ever like. I mean, Tom Cruise. He never came and asked me out. He should ever. have. But you dodged a bullet. I that dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Did you see uh, the clip um, of the Kardashians and Kanye West reading a dictionary as a game? Like they're like, he came up with a game where you have to highlight all the words on the page in the dictionary that are positive and then read them out loud. Did you see this? No. And it's like, it's, it was an episode of keeping up with the Kardashians. No. And, and he's like, it's a fun game. And you, um, you say, you read out loud the words that stand out to you as positive and it creates dialogue. And my thought was if, if literally they've literally run out of things to do it's, on that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Not that they ever had to do anything on it, but if, if nothing literally reading, the dictionary, if that is nothing. If nothing is all it takes to make an episode of television, I have so much nothing left to give. <laughs> Sign me up. So I'm actually not going to trash that one. I'm going to stash it because I would like some of that Kardashian action. I would like the Kardashian action too. Would you, would you do a reality show that's like follows your life and your – No. No, you wouldn't? No. I mean, I sometimes say yes, and then sometimes I go no, because I'm not that interesting. I mean, they would... What? <laughs> I'd be reading the dictionary. No, I'd be playing ball with my dog. Like, that would be it. Like, well, the thing is, they create interesting situations for you to, like, you know, heighten the drama. I'm a terrible actor. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You're an excellent actor. When, when I'm playing a character, but when... Mm. It's me, and then I'm told to, like, oh, go in there. Like, it's why I could never do commercials. Like, when I was an up-and-coming actress, and I would go on commercial auditions, and they literally would be like, can you smile when you say the part of me? <laughs> and I just couldn't. Like, I'm like, I can't. I don't know why. Does that? What so. about when you're um, when they ask you to do, like, behind, like, BTS, or, like, D, not that they have DVDs anymore, but, like, the extras, whatever, you have to sit down and talk as yourself. Or, like, being at a junket or something. Like, how do you deal with that stuff? Oh, um... Do you go? Do you go dead inside and I transport go, yourself I mentally do, do, out of your body while you're doing I it? Do. I actually try to get. I try to put together like a list of possible questions that could be asked. Oh, and come up with really sound answers, and then I try to steer the interview. <laughs> so if, if they ask a question, I answer the question I wish they had asked. <laughs> okay, so Smart I try to move. take it back to. But I do get, like, anytime I do, um, I mean, even here I'm a little nervous. But I get really nervous doing, um, like, I did the Today Show. I did uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I did The View twice. I mean, I, I literally blacked out, like, 
Like, it's like I literally get so nervous. Do you find um, that sort of when you're act, you know, like acting on set, playing a character, like I'm, I have permission to, uh, to, you know, do something outlandish, outlandish, to be loud, to be angry because I'm, I'm this other character and I'm not having to be myself. Like, is it easier to sort of, um, yeah, do that and like definitely escape into a character? It's so much. I mean, I, I, I enjoy that part of the acting, <laughs> the talk show stuff. Like, I mean, I remember when I was on The View. I mean, I watched that show every day. I love that show. I've watched it from the very beginning. And literally, I had this very surreal moment sitting on stage, and like Barbara Walters was next to me, and I just couldn't stop looking at her because I was like, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> and they're all, you know, they're all trying to do the interview, and I'm just like, this. Well, how did this happen? <laughs> like, how did I get here? Okay. This is so weird. What about red carpet stuff? Because I had to get my picture taken for uh, for the show Eastsiders that I'm on, and yes. I'm not trying to drop my own credits, but drop them. I I, <laughs> uh, I just I'm like. Okay, stand up straight, suck it in. I, I, pret- I pretend I'm a model. So you just, again, you're playing a character. I'm you're playing like- a character. I, what I do is whatever whatever dress or gown that I've been put in by a stylist, I practice the poses in the mirror before. Oh, my God, you're such a good student. I love this. <laughs> I'm such a researcher. I practice the poses, and then so I know, like, how the dress moves and, like, what works, if it's a hand on the hip or if it's a, you know, whatever. And then I um, when I get to the carpet, it's literally like I just take a deep breath, and I put on my biggest smile, and I just I, I just breathe, and I pretend I'm a model. <laughs> like, okay, you know okay, what, maybe I need to employ this <laughs> method because my method of just sort of Holding my breath and pretending like mm, something good's going to happen right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm not here. I, I, when I look back at it, well, I'm going to look at the photos and they're they're going to be great. There's going to be something usable. And of course, the, I, this one I just did, I looked back and none. They're all terrible, and I'm sure that'll be the first one on my IMDb page now. Someone said to me once, and this is about interviews. Um, I either read it somewhere or someone said it to me about like whenever you do an interview. Before you do it, try to think of five adjectives of how you want to be described in, a- after that interview, like how you want to be perceived as. So, um, <laughs> some, I so, didn't do that for this one, yeah, but <laughs> I was say, like, uh, the, the ones I wasn't planning, like the, the, the result of that would be uh, awkward, uh, awkward, nervous, <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable, yeah, no. paranoid. Those are the ones that are typically coming after an interview with me. So. No, you want to think prior to going into it. Relaxed. Um, relaxed. Confident. Fun. Confident. Uh, gracious. Um, uh, I have. I'm a good time, but then that could be taken the wrong way because I've done that one before and I came off really dumb. Okay. <laughs> I uh, will say that um, that my note at commercial auditions, they're constantly like, um, "Yeah, do it again. This time, just uh, more confident." And I'm like, "No, I don't have a confident face. I am confident right now, but what you're what you're responding to is the non-confidence that just my face. My I have resting non-confidence face." Okay, wait, I have one more trash okay. or stash. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus, the new <sighs> streaming service. What are, your, what are your feelings? I mean, it's so hard. There's we got to pay for everything now, like everything. You got you know, Netflix. Reinventing cable. Yeah. yeah, it's like we're paying for like five dollars a month here, five dollars a month here, five. So I am not doing Disney Plus right now, um, only because I mean I don't have kids, so and I don't really know exactly what shows they're doing. I did do Apple TV+. Plus. Okay, are you watching which, a morning show? Yeah. Okay, I wait, we it. have to talk about this. I love it, love it. 
I I can't stop thinking about um, Reese Witherspoon's wigs first off because they sometimes they go from short to long. I discussed uh, yeah, this before. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they be in the middle of an episode. It's it's, it's long. Yeah, yes, it's I've short, noticed that too. And then it's back to long. Yeah, and then the hairline is kind of off sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they're having some issues there, but. And some of the things, but are I crazy. love her as brunette. I do love her as a brunette. And also, I love her on the show. Just the moments when yeah. they're, they have. There's so many like movie monologue moments on that show where they just like go off. Yes. In the wish, in the way that you wish you could go off in yeah. real life. I mean that in that first episode where she's when she goes off on the um, the guy at the 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 protest. The protest. Like the whole setup of the show is she yes. gets discovered because of this viral video and she's going off. She does this big speech. It's it was so satisfying. I watched it like three times. <laughs> I loved it. Like I watched, I kept rewinding it, watching it again, rewinding it, watching it again. I think, I think she's phenomenal. And there's, it's all worth, there's some crazy parts to it, but it's the thing that it makes it worth it is the Jennifer Aniston and Reese interaction. Like mm-hmm. just the tense nature of the relationship really gets me going. Yeah. And I love, I mean, the whole, you know, I mean, Steve Carell, you know, playing a, a Matt Lauer-esque type of a character I feel um, do you like him on it I feel like he's a little I want I feel like in some ways he's a little bit miscast I kind of wish Billy Crudup was playing that part also I can't tell if is Billy Crudup amazing or he's an amazing actor so do you think he's doing like a full is that a cool full character that he's yes. doing or is that his sort of just like this is me in most of the no. stuff I do no he's a tremendous actor I worked with him in his very first job <gasps> what yes I got paid to kiss him Ooh! Uh-huh. And he felt my boob um, over, like, a sweater. It was a <laughs> – in the scene, in the scene. Okay, also not an – it's no. not a Me Too moment. Okay, no, no, great. it's not a Me Too moment. It was in the scene, and he was he was so sweet. I mean, I literally had, like, three lines or something, and it was uh, Inventing the Abbots, and it was him and Joaquin oh. Phoenix and Liz Liv, Ty, Liv Tyler. Yeah. And um, uh, a whole bunch of other people whose names I'm forgetting. And I, literally, I mean, I was just – half day of work for me and um and i remember the casting director was like oh you're gonna love this you're gonna <laughs> love billy like wait they're like we're paying you to make out with him in the scene and i was like i, I was like how hot can he be like whatever and then i saw him and i was like oh this is a great day i mean the thing is his character is so smiley all the time but he his smile is so pretty maybe i'm just annoyed with how handsome and Confident, that's you know what I, I think I'm too. I think to his he's also walking like this weird line where, like, you're not sure where the relationship's going between him and Reese Witherspoon. Like, you're not sure if it's getting, yeah, uncom- is he, is yeah, it... is he flirting with her? Is he trying right. to, is he trying to? The whole show is about, about inappropriateness mm-hmm. in the workplace, and is he going to try and do that with her? Um, wait, we're gonna come back with um, more trash cast after this little break. Are you gonna trash it or stash it? And we're back. Okay, I'm still I'm I'm lathered up over um, the morning show, but that was all about Disney Plus. What was the original? Yeah, Disney, oh, Plus, Disney Plus. Three Treasure. I mean, I just I just can't pay another five dollars. I'm gonna have to get rid of something. I'm like, what do I get rid of? Hulu? I can't get rid of Hulu. I, I just I, I mean I pay for Showtime, HBO. I'm like some. Are you a Star Wars? You're not. Are you not a big Star Wars person? Oh, man. Wait, here's a big I question. I do enjoy. I enjoy going to the movies and seeing a good Star Wars movie. I do like that. Okay. 
But I can't keep any of the characters straight, so don't ask me. But Baby Yoda. I do enjoy Why well, I like the <laughs> I saw that of... Baby Yoda meme or whatever, the Baby Yoda. I mean, I am tempted to watch The Mandalorian because yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, Question, though. If Disney now owns 20th Century Fox, does that mean Disney owns the Angel and Buffy properties? Therefore, I think so. Does that mean there can be right. Star Wars Buffy crossover? And does that mean... That those shows will be streaming on Disney Plus at some point? I don't know. How have, are people going to feel about that? I don't know. Is she then going to be a Disney princess? Buffy, Buffy, that character. Okay, here's the question I get asked the most. Because I was going to ask you, what's the question that you're so sick of ask, being asked mm -hmm. on interviews and stuff? The one I get asked the most is, um, if you could be any character on Buffy other than one that you played, what would you be? Because there's no the only right answer is Buffy to that. No, I always say Joss. <laughs> Smart answer. I'm stealing I'd be, that. I'm stealing I'd be Joss. That. I'd be Joss Whedon. Yeah, that's a good role to play. <laughs> uh, what's the What's the question that you're sick of? Game, from fans or from just like in an interview in an situation. interview situation because the one from fans that always it's like kind of embarrassing they're always like what's it like kissing David and oh. it's like Ugh. I mean it's like we're kissing it's like it's fine it's fun it's it is what it is but yeah. like we were never in a relationship ever we never dated so it's always an awkward question to answer yeah um, the oh the question I get in interviews so you originally auditioned for the role of Buffy. And I'm always like, yes, I did. Me and a thousand other actresses in Los Angeles. And that's how I met Joss. And, you know, he liked my performance in the room, but said I wasn't right for Buffy and asked me if I'd play vampire girl number one. But I always have to, like, justify. Like, I cut the question off before they even get the question out. Well, it's like I kind of want to tell everyone, when you go into an audition, you're not, you have to tell yourself yeah. that you're not auditioning for that part. You're going there to be seen because the odds are – the, you're probably not going to get it because there's so many there amazing... can only be one person that gets it yeah there's so <laughs> many amazing people and you can't you're not in charge of the odds and uh that you're just going to to show people that you're a good actor and that here's my talents and like either like yeah maybe i'm right for it maybe i'm not you decide but like oh hey yeah. i did a good performance and he thought of me for another part but what ha what ha somewhere along the the like the buffy lore <laughs> it come it, it, it's gotten down to so it was between you and Sarah and it was like no no no, no. no. I never tested for it like I was never Joss told me after he met me you're five years too old to play Buffy and he was right I was and so because <laughs> they wanted Buffy to be a freshman in high school and I was already I graduated college and so you know I was like all right so then he was like do you want to play this role instead he's like I like you I like your choices I like what you did yeah and I was like sure so, but he was right. I couldn't play a freshman in high school at that time. Um, of all the things that you've worked on, because you, your, your resume is insane. Um, it, like, it isn't it funny because I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> I still need to do so much more work. <laughs> well, just know that no one can take your successes away from you. And you have so much, like, I don't know. I'm. Just like looking at your IMDb page, just like, oh my, I was just like, oh, what have I, what have I done with my life? I've done nothing. Look at, um, but like of all the shows you worked on, what are the ones that people come up to you the most? Like, are, is Dexter the one that people are like, oh my God, I need to talk to you about Dexter? Yes. Or... I would say Dexter, definitely. De Dexter, I mean, Buffy and Angel for sure, but Dexter, everybody wants to talk about Rita's death. 
Sorry, oh. spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> it's been on for a while. It's I fine. know, but I still get yelled at. <laughs> but um, a lot of people are still traumatized by that moment and feel a need to. I feel like they need me to hug them. Oh, to help them move past get over it. it. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> well, as far as the fandom goes, like I know the you know, Dexter and probably Buffy and Angel fandoms are the most intense and maybe the ones that like come up to you. But I feel like, you know, being like Hawaii Five-0, these stuff, yes. the stuff that like, because the other ones were, you know, big cult shows. So the the ones that are being watched by all of America, like if you're going on vacation in Hawaii, are people coming up to you and like, oh my God, from yeah. the other shows that I'm not, maybe the Buffy audience isn't watching. Yeah. When I was filming Hawaii Five-0 in Hawaii, I mean, people were calling me Abby everywhere I went. Oh my God. And my character's name. I was like, and I'd be walking in the street and people would be like, Hey Abby. And I'd be like, Oh, hi. <laughs> um, but when I, um, I would say desperate housewives is definitely one oh, that a lot yeah. of people, um, want to talk about too. And especially when I go to France, for some reason, desperate housewives was like huge in France. Oh. So when I go to France, everybody wants to talk about desperate housewives. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I if I was gonna, I would need to talk to you about about the Dexter death. I I'm I'm generally still upset about it. We don't have to Aww. talk about it. I'm sorry. It's just hard because that was a show I watch, and then because for me it's it's hard to watch something when you have a friend on it because yes. you can't you can't really like immerse yourself into the show yes. and pretend like it's really happening because you're like oh that's my friend. But I was able to to immerse myself. But then I would have these reactions of like, no, my friend, is she going to be okay? <laughs> so that was a little bit traumatic for me. Um, so I might need you to hug me. Afterwards. I never watched the actual end scene. I um, I remember they had a big party. They had Showtime through this huge event with fans here in L.A. somewhere and um, asked me if I would be there. And they were going to screen the finale and I said, okay, I'll come. I'll come for the, like, the cocktail hour. And then when you start, when the sh you put the sh show on, I'm going to leave because I don't want to be here. Yeah. In the end. That's too much. It was like, I also didn't know how people were going to react. I was still having my, going through my own grieving process of the character as well. So I went home and I had some friends over and they were watching it. And I left the room when it got to the end because <gasps> I just was like, I don't want to see it. And everybody there, they, they paused it, and no one has watched it. No one wants to see it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to see myself dead in the bathtub. I know what happened. Yeah. I also, I shot it. I filmed it. I, yeah, I was there. I remember it <laughs> happening. Um, also, I personally <coughs> don't like to watch myself, so I would have the um, the same reaction. Wait, do you have um, trash TV that you – is there anything trashy right now that you're watching that is um, – your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. I mean, I don't really watch a lot of trash television, but when I go to a hotel room... Oh, okay. What's your, <laughs> what's your hotel viewing choice? I love the Kardashians, and I love the housewives, the real housewives. I mean, I'll watch all that stuff in a hotel room, but I won't put it on at home. Really? Yeah. Why not at home? Because I'm usually trying to catch get up on all done. the... Well, oh. gets, but I'm also trying to watch all these other shows that, like, you know... Between Hulu and Apple Plus and, and Netflix and Amazon, there's always something that I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. Oh, I want to, you know. Yeah. So I feel like I'm so far behind the TV watching ball that See, I just don't have time when I'm at home. But when I'm in a ho when I'm on location in a hotel room, it's like Kardashians 24/7, and I love it. I love them. I think 
<laughs> I think I think that they're such a great family. I really oh, do. Oh wow! This is uh, this is a. a I didn't. I didn't. Was not expecting this from you. I think they're a great family. I just, I, I watch it going like, God, I wish. I wish they were my sisters. <laughs> and I just think they're a fun family, and they go on vacations, and they. I, don't I know. the thing that I do. Okay, well, I. Would... I don't like so. Some of the things I don't like is like all the all the all the. Whether it's plastic surgery or the the photoshopping on the photos, that kind of stuff, I'm kind of against, but. Not necessarily plastic surgery, but the photoshopping on the photos, that really bothers me because I feel like you're sending you're putting out an image of, of a woman that's not yeah. real. Um but um but the rest of it their their personalities and their relationships with each other I kinda love. I will admit that when I lived in New York I would watch the Kardashians because because you missed LA. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was a little homesick and just kind of the sound of their voices <laughs> was a little bit comforting. And I have they I think they're problematic in many ways, especially sort of like yes. the exploitation of like you know the, putting teenagers on the show and kids like all of that stuff and sort of commercialism and whatnot. But the the thing about their sort of relationship with each other being able to sort of say what they think yeah, and speaking their minds. I think a lot of like having growing up in a waspy sort of, you know, we don't talk about yes. everything. There's something There's, very yes. soothing about watching people in a family communicate and yell at each other and still love each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I love about it. And I think that, um, um, yeah, I mean, I love that. I love it. I don't need the Kanye West reading the dictionary parts because <laughs> that's problematic. He's, there's a lot of stuff going on with him. Okay, um, I need to get to yes. your trash oh, yes. or treasure items. Did you bring anything with you? I did. Today? I don't think I did a good job, but... Okay, well, we've established that you like to be a good student. Just know there's no wrong answers to this test. But I think what I brought is kind of funny. Okay, well... Um, present me the items and uh, you just describe what they look like you don't have to give me any backstory and um, I'm going to try and deduce which of them is the trash and okay. which is the treasure so I've got... <gasps> oh, I'm having a very visceral reaction right now <laughs> I have three autograph books okay first autograph book <laughs> is my... yellow yes. and just says autographs the second one I'm really <laughs> responding to <laughs> It's a Miss Piggy, Miss and she has Piggy. her she has her hands cradled under her chin, and it says "Stars in My Eyes." I know. I and love there's it. a blue autograph book yes. as well. Okay, I'm not going to open it okay. yet. And, and then, then these are plaques. Wow! Wow! Okay, <laughs> what I'm looking at is <laughs> these are plaques. Plaques that also have metal photos on them, and it looks like you're in some sort of mascot outfit yes. from high school. Yes, so it's Franklin Regional Panthers. Yes, and um, you've got your hands on your hips in sort of like a cheerleading Pose. way. There's a lot of um, the hairstyles that I'm seeing yes. are very representative of what of what's happening on your current television show yes. on becoming a god in Central Florida. <laughs> Just like a swooped over bangs and a maybe a perm. Uh, no, I curl. I hand curled that with a curling iron. Oh, you did. Every okay. Day. Well, they, yes. These two girls but definitely. Then they had perms. Are you yeah. related to these girls? No. Okay. But then I straightened my hair because I wanted to stand out. But look at the bangs with the curling. I took it curled under. Curled under bang, did and I, a... I left it. I, I sprayed it and left it. Oh, like, you I never didn't... separated. No, you just curled look at it. it and kept it crispy. Yeah. 
Okay, so <laughs> let me do a little research. We've got plaques, um, mascot plaques, or these. <laughs> from, oh my gosh. From my childhood. <laughs> these are definitely. Uh, so my issue oh, is. Oh, so this is an autograph, but inside it's not necessarily autographs. It's like, it looks like it was used for like um, like how I'd use my yearbook in yes. high school. Like, hey, stay sweet, don't change. Yes. Have a cool summer. Yes. Wow. Okay. So the thing is, is I moved three years ago, so I got a rid, rid of a lot of stuff, right? So okay. I don't have a lot of trash. Okay, so which but, of these is the trash and which is uh, is the treasure? I'm – some I have – I had trophies from my drum major days in <laughs> high school. Yes, I was the headband nerd that twirled that stick and blew the whistle. Um, and I had trophies and I saved them forever and then I was like, well, I don't need these. What am I going to do with these? But these ones have photos on them. So, And then autograph like messages from people that you're like, I don't even remember who that is. I know, right? <laughs> I feel, okay, the Miss Piggy element is sort of leading me towards, like, this is a treasure because it's Miss Piggy and I would want to keep that. But there's three of them here. I'm going to say that your autograph books are the trash because you're like, I don't, I'm not emotionally attached to these in any ways. Whereas these, um, these plaques with your pictures on them are kind of hilarious and amazing. And maybe you would like want to like, keep those on the wall in your garage or something. But no, it's and... totally, totally reverse. Damn it. I did not win the assignment. <laughs> Cause here's the thing. What do I do with these? Am I going to be buried with these? I've been schlepping this stuff around my whole life. Where, what, this is just landfill. If I throw it out, it becomes landfill. So this, these, these beautiful plaques, <laughs> these plaques are with like your photos are trash. They're trash. I'm not going to put it up in my house. But wouldn't it be so funny in like an office? In your house? Do you have an office area? No, I don't. Or do you have, you have a garage? It'd be fun to put garage. it on the wall in the garage. <laughs> no. So you want to get rid of these? are trash? Yeah, those are trash. Okay, and so then what and these are the Miss Piggy These, book? I just found when I was pulling these out, I found these and I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, listen, to a real great friend I met this year, hope to be good friends always. Love, Joni. And then she gave me her address. Isn't that amazing? Are you still friends with Joni? On Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, there, there you go. <laughs> the best to the best. Have a great summer. Skate well. I think that was from a teacher. So, oh, wait. So, so is these this... are all like junior high school. So are you going to keep these? Are these your treasure? Or do you want to get rid of these These as are well? my treasure. Okay. I was going to say, I could have been duped and, and maybe I was, you were pulling both were trash. But, so you are definitely keeping. I'm keeping these. I think these you are for amazing. Sure, even, even if you're not emotionally attached to these other two ones. The I know, blue the, one the, the Miss Piggy one. one. <laughs> the Miss Piggy one. Just to have that on a shelf somewhere, to me, is perfection. Autographs. Still, stars in my Oh, you eyes. know what? I should put it on display somewhere. It's so fun. I want to, well. She's my favorite Muppet. I do. I have a Miss Piggy book that I got at a thrift store, and it is my ultimate treasure. And do, I you my no, 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 you do you want my Miss Piggy autograph book? Do you want to? <laughs> if you, you know, you think about it, but if you really want to get rid of these. I do. We can auction them off for charity. I think it would be amazing. <laughs> Does somebody want <laughs> pictures of Julie in a crazy... But also the weird part is that you are the Panthers, but none of you... I guess... We're Panther cubbies. Oh. See, we have, our faces are painted. I didn't, um... Did you wear heads, though? No. Because look how cute we are. That's true. So you cute. are very cute, but... We're so cute. We wore these furry suits, though, that hadn't been washed since, like, 1963. 
they smelled really bad. <laughs> so, you know, football season starts, like, in the summer, basically. And so, because we'd have to, our job as a Panther Cubby, we'd have to decorate the lockers of the football teams. And then we'd have to paint the big giant sign that the football the team smash would, through. would smash through. And then during the games, we would paint people's faces and throw candy into the <laughs> into the crowd. And... Um, well, you're the cubbies. Also, it says cheerleaders in quotes. Were well, you because a cheerleader we were, or were you a mascot? We, we were part, the mascots were part of the cheerleaders, but we weren't good enough to be the cheerleaders because the cheerleaders oh. were national champions. Okay. So we were the girls who weren't good enough to make the cheerleading team, which, by the way, I didn't even audition for or try out for because I knew I, I couldn't tumble. But um, somehow, I really wanted this. This was like a sign of like your senior year of high school. If you got picked to be a cubby, that meant like you were – one of the it girls of the school like that was what I had in my head and I wanted to be a cubby so bad and it's voted on by I don't know who but I think maybe the class and I got picked to be a cubby and I thought it was great until I had to show up to a football game <laughs> and then I was like oh wait a second I have to wear this gross uniform and so then the games the games were like you know starting in like end of August beginning of September it's still hot Oh, so you're and, just sweating in there. Yeah, so we put our foot down and we designed our own little cute outfit. So it's like a little blue squirt and a t-shirt that we hand-painted ourselves. <laughs> Did they force you to wear that on like Fridays for like Spirit yes, Day? Yeah. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, otherwise we were stuck wearing the smelly. No, you don't want to wear that around no. school all day. These suits, were they were awful. And then I didn't know this, but after football season, then I had to go to basketball games. This is a very aggressive work schedule lot. for a non-paid position. I know, and there's a lot of basketball games, a lot more basketball games than mm, there are no. football basketball, games. Basketball, I think, is it's pretty boring. boring. Yeah, I agree. It's boring. Yeah, it's very boring. <laughs> <laughs> and the ball comes flying at your face when you're sitting on the on the side. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't. I want to break my nose. I feel like the only just I'm the I don't really want to. Shh, don't tell anyone. I, know, I don't I really want to watch sports. The only one I've had fun watching in like a public venue is soccer. Yes, that's fun and exciting because they're moving around the whole time, and they're really cute. Yeah, you'll have to come to a soccer game with me. Oh, that's right, an LAFC game. Yeah, yeah, um, they're fun, and also the game's only an hour and a half long. Full disclosure: I don't know what we're whispering, but her husband <laughs> works for the team, and um, so you you I go all the time. Go all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll have to do it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we've run out of time. I'm gonna. <laughs> Don't need if you're serious, you think so about serious. it. Okay. I'm gonna take them off. Maybe we'll have you sign the back of them. And you um, should sign the front. Oh yeah, sign the front. Sign and the if front. you would like, Julie's. Please, somebody buy these. So they, I'm not buried with them when I die. <laughs> one day. That's all I could think about. Marie Kondo would want you to get rid of these. I think. Yes. I honestly, I just don't give plaques out. Don't. 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 You know what? Give a certificate. That way you can just sort of... Piece of paper. Recycle it. Yeah. And be done with it. Yes. Um, well, thanks for being on the Trash Cast. Thank you. Um, and sharing your trash with me. <laughs> um, we should be watching you on... Obag. Obag. <laughs> I love that. I literally am reading it every time I'm saying, I'm becoming a god. In Central, Central Florida. Florida. Um, it... It's from what I've seen on the trailer. It looks amazing. I'm going to get some showtime maybe at your house while I'm dog sitting. Yes. So I can watch you on it. I um, have I have, to, I have to wear in one episode. I mean, my wardrobe's amazing on it because it's, it's early 90s. But um, in one episode, I'm in like a thong leotard and leg warmers and 
I just I mean living your best life, living yeah. your truth. Your it was a lot for me to life. it was a lot for me to walk out of the trailer that day, but I did it <laughs> and I marched right onto set in it and was like, Okay, this is it. Here I am, let's do this. Okay, well <laughs> we gotta watch that early nineties. Uh, Lycra fantasy. <laughs> um, so be sure to watch that, everybody. And thanks for listening to the Trash Cast. Thanks, Julie, for being my guest. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Tommy Lang's Trash Cast. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Baquet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. 